Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Almost Famous Podcast with Ben Higgins and Ashley I. Flashback. Everyone, today we have a very different episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. We're going to call it the Almost Famous Flashback. We have a guest today that is so near and dear to my heart, and yet I've never met him before. Oh my God, I'm having a fangirl moment, guys. The Richard Marks is coming on the podcast. And if you're thinking, how is this guy related to The Bachelor at all? Well, if you don't remember, he was on Becca's season of The Bachelorette. And he had a very memorable moment with Chris Randone. He was on that one-on-one date. And he really got some emotion out of Chris. I consider him to be my favorite voice in all of this world. And before I go on and on without him here, I'd like to bring him in and and just fangirl to his face. 
This is an almost famous flashback. O M G. Richard What's Marks up, has entered the chat. Richard, look at my shirt. Oh my God! It's a it's an antique. <sighs> it it's vint it's quite vintage. What year do you think this is? Uh, that is gotta be that's first tour, so eighty eight. Holy moly! The year I was born. What a year! A Richard Marks year, an Ashley Iconetti year. Richard, I'm Ashley. And I am I a have, hardcore super fan. I think that I you have- I know who you are and that's you, so sweet. Oh my God, why do you know this? Did producer Amy tell you? Did you see my tweet no, last think, year about no, McDonald's? I think I answered you. I think I tweeted back at you because you were so sweet. You By the did. way, my wife, sleeps, my wife sleeps in a shirt like that. <laughs> Your wife is super hot, Daisy Fuentes. Yes, she is. Hey, uh, Richard, I don't know if I'm going to get two words in for the rest of this interview. So before <laughs> she starts, uh, I want to say hello. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming on the Almost Famous Podcast. Thank Ashley you. is a, bag, a big fan. I want to, I mean, I'm sure she would tell you herself, but she did mention to me at one point in our lives that you, she believes you have the best voice that exists on this earth. So this is a big moment for her, which is why I'm just going to take a step back. I'm going to be here if things get weird and awkward. I'm going to protect you, Richard, from anything awkward said by Ashley. <laughs> by weird and awkward, you mean totally awesome? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how I see it. That's why we co-hosted together for the last five years. I think it's great. great. I love these That's moments. Great. But thanks for coming on. Yeah, Unless my it. pleasure. I know that Richard doesn't have like a Whitney Houston, like Adam Lambert voice like that, but I want to listen to Richard's voice more than any other voice. It is the voice of angels. When I go to heaven, I imagine that like everybody has like that, that sound. Okay. Okay. Do you, do you agree with me? Like, do you think that you could listen to, do you listen to your own voice? Well, I mean, I have to, I because uh, I I have to listen to it for two hours every night on stage, and I listen to it a lot when I'm making an album. And um, I don't know, I I I think heaven, if heaven exists, the voice I might hear would be Gilbert Gottfried's. But <laughs> well, he's up there now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, hey, do you believe you have the voice of an angel, Richard? Was the question being asked? <laughs> oh. Do I believe? Can you imagine if I said yes? Ugh. What a douche, what a total douche canoe move it would be for me to go. Well, I, I mean, I guess I kind of have a voice in me. Oh, good. What? Uh, go for I it. have grown over the decades to uh, to the early in early on. It was hard for me to listen to my own voice, and now as I've gotten older, I kind of like it i can like i'm i'm proud that i still can sing all the high notes and that i've taken care of my voice somehow i mean i haven't taken care of it i don't do anything i don't warm up i don't do anything but i've just been i think it's one of those use it or lose it kind of things where it's why tony bennett at 90 something was still i mean he's retired now because of alzheimer's but i saw him a few years ago in vegas daisy and i went to see him in vegas and he was unbelievable at 91 or something like that because he never stopped touring he never stopped using his instrument and so hopefully that'll happen to me too now why do i feel like you got your start by being more of a songwriter than a singer that's because that's true okay great because i know my stuff yes. Yes. all right so 
did you know you had a good voice when you were like crafting songwriting? Did you think that you would ever be the one performing your songs? It was always my dream to become, you know, a rock star and to be an artist. I started writing songs in high school. Really, I knew I always knew I could sing. I mean, I was I was singing uh, on TV and radio commercials when I was a little kid. So I, I knew I could sing in tune and I had a good voice for a kid. And then when I was in high school, I had this mad crush on this girl, Sarah Blackwell, and I didn't know how to talk to her. I did had I had no game, zero game. And so I thought maybe I'll try to do what Elvis did in those movies, which is I'll just sing songs to her. So I wrote these songs really trying to get with Sarah. And um and then it just sort of started I loved writing songs. And and so when I was in a, a senior in high school, I was starting my senior year in high school, this tape of my first four songs, uh managed to get to Lionel Richie, who was just leaving his group, the Commodores, and starting his solo career. This is in 1980, 81. And uh, he listened to my tapes for some crazy reason. And my phone number was written on the back in pencil. And he called the number. Holy moly. And he and I, I was like, hello? He said, hey, this is Lionel Richie. <laughs> I thought I was being punked for sure. And he talked to me for like a half an hour. He was so gracious, and he is, and he's just the best. I don't know if you guys have ever run into him, but he's just I amazing. have met him through yeah. our producer, Amy Sugarman, and oh my gosh, that guy is so sweet. Oh, Amy, that's right. Amy's your producer. I love yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so do we. Uh, so he said to me, I don't know what your plans are, but you should move to LA, and you, you've got a great voice and these are your first four songs as a songwriter. You've got a great future as a songwriter. You should just come out here and to LA and try it. And so when I graduated from high school, I was like, screw college. I can do that later. And I moved to LA and he hired me to sing background vocals on his first album. So, and then not only did I sing a bunch on that record, but he let me just hang out and watch him make the record. And I learned so much about producing and stuff. And so then a he recommended to me to his buddy, Kenny Rogers, who was huge at the time. And I had a job singing on a Kenny Rogers album and I overheard Kenny saying he needed a song. And so I came in the next day to sing on, on some more songs. And I, mm -hmm. I did this thing that would normally get somebody fired, which is I, the background singer went up to the artist and said, Hey, I've got a song, but in, in true Kenny Rogers, form instead of kicking me out of the studio he sat down and listened to it and he loved it and so i ended up writing songs on that album and that sort of launched my songwriting career but i always wanted to be an artist and so the first couple of years i was trying to get a record deal and it wasn't happening i had the, the producer david foster told me i shouldn't sing <gasps> that was his quote you shouldn't sing you should just write songs um so i had a lot of people trying to stomp on my dreams but i just kept at it and then I finally you know found the right circumstances I finally got a record deal the first song out of the box was don't mean nothing and that was it what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet that's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, 
if someone presented this program to me and not just because I've already experienced it. Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And at this point, when you first moved to L.A., you were how old again? 18. How was that? I mean, being an 18-year-old, leaving, where'd you grow up? Chicago. Chicago to Los Angeles, being in studio with two massive names at the time. Yeah. Trying to figure out your way. Can you tell us a little bit of uh, insight into what your life looked like at that point? My life was completely focused on music, career, um, learning my craft. So I would spend as much time in the studio with those guys as they would allow, which in, especially in Lionel's case, he was just, I'll never forget. He said, I remember the sentence he said to me after I sang on this first song, uh, uh, which was a big hit for him called you are, you are the sun, you are Uh, the rain. I'm singing on that. I'm singing on all night long. I'm singing on a bunch of his songs, but he said to me one day, we were leaving the studio after I'd done some vocals, and he said, by the way, you know, I know that you you want to learn everything about what we do. And as long as I'm in this room, meaning the studio, he said, you're welcome to be in this room with me, which was an open invitation. Like, it didn't matter what he was doing or if I had any place to, to like, if he was doing horns on a song. I was allowed to come in and watch and just soak it in and like learn what the engineer did and what the arrangers did and what those musicians do and how do you interact with them. And it was like going to hit record college. And it just says so much about how gracious he was and is. But yeah, when I was in between those sessions, it's not like I was out clubbing. I was home in my shitty little apartment, writing songs, you know, just always so focused i didn't date i I was just like focused on getting my career going especially the first couple of years until i started until i had a hit song by kenny rogers when i was 19 or 20 then i started making a little bit of money and i bought a nice car and you know i was i was starting to like have an actual life at that point what incredible yeah just what an incredible transition and how fast things change yeah. And I was only 23 when I had my first hit as a singer. So it was like one of those things where the song came out, Don't Mean Nothing came out, and then MTV jumped on the video. And it was literally like, well, like, I'm sure for you too, Ashley, it was like Tuesday, no one really knows, notices you or knows who you are. And you too, Ben. It's like, and then Wednesday, people are going, hey, aren't you? Yeah. You know, the power, the power of television has always been that. And yeah, people were hearing me on the radio, but it's, it was connecting the dots. It was seeing me in my video and MTV just pounded the video. And so it was literally an overnight complete change, just as I'm sure it was for you guys. So how did you, you said that you wanted to be a rock star and you wanted to because, you know, you're a little kid and you had a crush on a girl. So like, if you could turn my little boy Dawson into like a soft rock king like you, I would be just like, that's my dream. And I think that's his dream too. I know he's six months, but like he just wants you all just the attention. It. And I he, get it. yeah. And he just like music really makes him 
chill out and like zone in. It's really cool. Uh, I see him on stage already. I'm going to stop talking. Uh, but you go from, you know, saying you want to be a rock star to like endless summer nights now and forever. Um, hold on to the nights right here waiting like the most amazing soft rock songs, which is my favorite musical genre. Um, so how did you veer into that category? It wasn't even like a, you know, look, the the ballads, the love songs make up still to this day, the smallest percentage of my recorded work. It's just that those songs, and this is not, this isn't just me. It's like Journey and Brian Adams and Phil Collins and all these other guys who started at, as rock singers. Mm-hmm. The biggest songs, the most mm-hmm. memorable songs of all of us tend to be the, the big power ballads or the love songs. Um, I, I, you know, I had just as many hits, uh, you know, on the radio that were up tempo. It's just that I think it's just the, the public sort of just loves those kind of songs that they can dedicate to other people or they, yeah. they apply them to a moment or a period in their lives. I do the same thing. Like uh, other people's music marks the soundtrack to my life. My own does, obviously, but it's other people's songs. Like when I was leaving home. And what song was I listening to when I was in love with that girl or, uh, you know, music is just so powerful. And I think those kind of songs that are emotional uh, just tend to grab people the most. Stand the test of time the most. Um, Go through generations. You know what my favorite, my favorite, like, deep cut of yours is? One more try. Guys? Yes. Love it so much. If you want to go, you know, beyond the greatest hits, download Richard Marks. One more try. Wow. I love that. Oh, so good. That was from uh, the 90s. That was like the mid 90s. If you want to go. Oh, my God. I won't stand in your way. I do. I really like that song. So good. It's a deep cut. I think we need a podcast, uh, like a spinoff called Almost Famous Ashley Fangirls. Yeah, Ashley freaks out. It'd just be, it'd be Richard every week. It'd just be Richard back, back. We back. can do it. We can co-host together. He's mm. like, okay, girl, I am like one That's of the most a- incredible songwriters of my time. Not going to do a podcast with you. Hey, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. You never know. You catch me on the right day. If I've had a tequila or two, I, I might sign up. Yeah, that's, that's Sending insane. you bottles of tequila now. That's how I got here. And five years later, we're still doing this thing. Uh, Richard, I, uh, I wonder from your perspective, you know, Ashley just said, stand the test of time. Uh, I would put the word iconic. You know, they, they've lasted. Obviously, Ashley was born in 1988, which is why she yeah, has this crazy. T-shirt. Uh, yet she can name off right now uh deep cuts uh and also your hits songs that have stayed with her that she has enjoyed uh what does that feel like for you as an artist uh and as a professional that somebody that was born in 1988 still considers you one of their favorite artists and whose your voice has been uh, you know the soundtrack to her life uh for me that feels really cool i'm sitting here but i want to hear from you what does that feel like it's hard to describe, Ben. It's like, it's the most humbling. It's just, it feels, I'll tell you what, I, the word is privilege. It's a privilege, you know? I. Um, it's one thing for people who 
got turned on to me when I hit who are older than me or my age or a little bit younger. It's another thing for people who come up to me, Ashley's age or younger. And I know that it was probably because of the music that their parents listened to. And so when you, when you get old and old, like I am, I'm about to be 59, but you get to a point where you realize that you are now generational. There's like multi generations of people who uh, like what you do. And it's hard to describe. I mean, I, I, I can't really encapsulate it in, a, in, in, I could probably write a lyric about it easier than I can tell you how it feels, but it's a privilege. It's, you know, it's also bizarre because I never set out, I set out, I wanted to be successful, obviously. I wanted to have a great career and have hit songs, but I never wrote songs thinking, oh, this is a hit or knew, even knew what that even means. I just wrote songs that I liked. I just wrote songs for me. And, and for my own selfish purposes, the biggest song, arguably the biggest song I ever wrote right here waiting, I didn't even want to record it. I tried to give it away. I tried to give it to Barbara Streisand. She was she asked me for a song around that time. And I had no intention of recording right here waiting because, A, it didn't fit the album I was making. The second album was a pretty rock album. And this, you know, this really sparse, intimate, delicate ballad just didn't fit the album, mm -hmm. I thought. And it was also just too personal. It was a song I wrote as a love letter, you know, and it and I just felt like I'm not ever going to record this. It just and then enough people in my world said, "Are you an idiot? Like this is a <laughs> this is a one listen smash." So I was like, "Okay, well I'll go in this. I'll cut it. I'll just I'll sing it down a couple times and see if you know." And that was it. Like everybody just lost their minds, and it became. A song that, you know, 30 something years later, like yeah. everybody knows the song. Like kids know it in Sri Lanka. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I mean, I played in Sri Lanka. Daisy was with me and she was like, and I play all these crazy places, but Sri Lanka was the place that Daisy was looking at the audience. She was like, there are 10 year old kids out there singing along <laughs> to your songs, mm -hmm. you know, in broken That's English. That's just. That's cool. Just crazy cool. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, 
call. 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About $6 million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you taught... Uh, Chris Rendone and Becca Kufrin on their date on The Bachelorette, how to encapsulate feelings into a song. Have you ever written, like, how did you guide them through that? And have you ever written songs about girls that you've known for just a few days? Oh, oh yeah. I've also written songs about situations that I necessarily 
I wasn't necessarily in, but I can imagine. Because if you only limit your your writing to your own experiences or your own uh, journey, it's going to be limited. You know, it's going to be a little. So I have a vivid imagination and I've written songs where I just put myself in scenarios or I've I've written songs about girls I've just seen in a cafe or, you know, passed on the street and, and just sort of not just, oh, she's hot. But like, oh, she's really interesting looking. Or I want, and then I conjure up a whole storyline of someone I don't even know. Um, I wrote a song called Angelia that was a big hit for Love me back it. in the day. Yeah, so good. That's a completely fictional song. I mean, I've de- I have been dumped, which is basically what the song is. The video we turned it. Michael Bay actually directed the video for that. Oh, and he wow. turned it into, Yeah, he turned it into a uh, she died storyline in the video. But in the song, it's just that she left me. And um, but beyond that sort of real generic theme, all those lyrics are just imaginary mm. s- circumstances. But as far as the the Becca thing, she was a fan, and she's she was so sweet. I really liked her a lot. Um, that was done, you know, the magic of editing. Uh, you know, it wasn't like we really kind of sat in the room and hashed it out. It was like <laughs> we, we had good cuts and I said, okay, why don't you say this? And I'm going to suggest that you do this. And so we kind of little did it little piece by piece. But at the end of the day, I did put, is it, was it Chris? Was mm-hmm. that his name? Yeah. We did put Chris in a room to say, just write, don't worry about lyrics. Don't worry about rhyming. Just write what you feel about her right now. The, of what you know of her, which is not a whole lot at that point. Write down what you feel, write down what you think about when you think of her. And and then I kind of helped him put that into a little lyric. And I did the same with her. Hmm. How I mean, how cool of a day would that be? Right? I mean, that's why this show is so special. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you get an opportunity like that where it'll be a memory for a lifetime. Uh Richard, you know, you I, I think we'd be uh it would be a mistake if we didn't ask did you know of the show before you went on are you a fan of the show do you and daisy <laughs> watch the show or i mean you can it's fine if you say no never seen it. Uh, we are well, not offended I mean, there's no one on earth who doesn't know about the shows so yeah i was very aware of it but i've never it's not just the bachelorette or the bachelor it's i have never really watched any reality shows including music reality shows it's just never been something on my radar. I watched so little TV anyway. Um, so I was aware of it. And I was also aware of the opportunity of it because we had a record out. And I thought, you know, that's a, that's a lot of eyeballs and, and a lot of eardrums to, you know, appeal to. Um, the original pitch to me was, as has happened many times on those shows, to have an artist come on at the end and there's like a surprise song and they asked if they could license this. I think it was right here waiting. And can we have a performance of him? We had it all set up. No, I mean, that's like, I could do that in my sleep. No big deal. Great. It's a great opportunity. And then the producers, uh, I, I think they'd seen something I did on funny or die or something. And they came and said, we, we would really like to incorporate you more into another storyline that's not you performing. That's just you with Becca and Chris and interacting with them. And and we sort of just made it up as we went and I was open to it. Yeah. So 
but I will say this: it was uh, it was a pretty painless day, <laughs> and then I think it was maybe the sh the the show aired a few months later, and for a solid month, everywhere I went, somebody came up to me and said they saw it. Yeah, wow, like, cool. Way beyond any when I do a TV show, any you know, even if I'm just on. Uh, you know, Kelly and Ryan or something like that. I'll have people for a day or two go, oh, I saw you on Kelly and Ryan, you sounded great. Yeah. And it's like, done. This was for a month and I had people, Daisy and I would be at a restaurant and a whole table of people would be like pointing. <laughs> and at first I'm thinking, oh, I'm, it's almost like it's 1990 again. I'm like, oh, of course they recognize me. And yeah. <laughs> no, they, they saw me on The Bachelorette. So they were like, you know, completely fangirling and fanboying uh because of that so it was a pretty amazing experience that's awesome well don't get me started when you were the guest judge on american idol or not the judge but the mentor because that was fantastic stuff back on the heyday all right well i can go on and on but richard it has just been an honor to talk to you and if i ever go back on the show for some strange strange reason i hope they they put me on a date with you. Yeah, Richard, great talking <laughs> to you. Uh, congrats and uh, congrats on the success, the continued success. Thanks for coming on Almost Famous Flashback. Um, means a lot to all of us, especially Ashley. So you just made her world, her year. She'll talk about this day for a long time. So thanks for coming on. Well, it was my, it was my pleasure. I'm glad you guys asked me. And Ashley, I, I'm sure you're in LA, right? <sighs> I used to, I lived in LA for five and a half years. I now live in Rhode Island. But whenever you come to Boston or anything like this, I'll be I'm there. I'm Boston this fall. I'll be there. Yeah. Excited it's to meet on, you in person. I, I think it's on. Yeah, we'll work it out. And we'll, you, we'll, you'll come backstage and we'll hug it out. Okay. We'll DM on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Okay. Talk oh, to you then. Ridiculous. Bye. 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 See you, Richard. Thank you. See you. Well, that was your first episode of Almost Famous Flashback. It is not a podcast in itself, but it's kind of like the new in-depth. We still will continue to do in-depth episodes, but we'll also continue to do flashback episodes. So if there's a Bachelor franchise guest that you would like to revisit with, we would love to do it. Give us ideas on our Facebook or email us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. They're all going to have to stand up to that experience, though. So we've set the standard high. Hope you guys enjoyed. Love you so much. Signing off, I've been Ashley. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. 
Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.